to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show. And yeah, the old holistic makeover. I'm so thrilled to say we're going to be announcing the winners next week. It's absolutely wonderful. But everyone is going to be a winner. We have put together an amazing package for people, everyone, um, that submitted a, an, an essay for us and folks that have been part of the journey that we've been on now for several months. And what a great time to be taking six people, following them for three months, Amazing sponsors that have come to help uh, everyone, not just those folks, but the people that they're going to pay it forward to. And all of us will get to learn, we'll get to grow, and, oh, wait a minute, we may even reinvent ourselves. And I have a great show today for you. I, I want to just clarify a couple of different things here real quick. Um, I-, I will say to you that there are a few changes we're making on the show And so that's why Madeline will be moving to a different time. And so Madeline Gerwick is not going anywhere, just so that everybody knows we're having to reinvent ourselves. Oh, why am I keep saying that? Why do I keep saying that? Well, here's the deal. Peter Fogel joining me here today. Ten tips to successfully uh, reinventing yourself during a down economy. You know, I love these conversations. I love to have folks on here that are willing to give us real, real ideas, real tips, real things to do, because we have real situations we're dealing with. And so Peter is called the reinvention guy. He helps people, all walks of life, overcome obstacles, take calculated risks. Yeah, all of that and much more. As we say on the Dr. Pat Show, he helps people bust through crust. Peter... Thank you so much for joining us today. I mean, you, you're a pretty funny person. You've shared your story. You've done so many things. You're the author of the best-selling book, If Not Now, Then When. Uh, and we're talking about reinventing ourselves here. And so what I would love to do is make sure that our listeners know a lot about you. And I want to make sure everybody knows that you can you can go to reinventyourselfnow.com and much more. So um, what can I say, Peter? Welcome to the well, Dr. Have, Pat Show. <laughs> well, Dr. Pat, thank you. You have to get the full title in there, though. It's If Not Now, Then When, Stories and Strategies of People Over 40 Who Have Successfully Reinvented Themselves. So people know exactly what the book's about. And, yes, I'm trying to get a longer title. But that's the, the longest I can come up with is, if not now, then when? Ah, take a breath. <laughs> Stories and strategies of people over 40 who have successfully reinvented them. I was like actually going to save this, the subtitle to, for a question that I was going to ask you. Oh, um, okay. And, oh, I know, blew it. Yeah, and I love that. I love that, you know, you've been able to create probably a Guinness Book title here. No, I'm sure. That, I'm sure. <laughs> it's actually a longer title than War and Peace. War and Peace, you get is. it. I, I've War interviewed Peace. those people. <laughs> You got it. War and peace. Done. We know what it's about. <laughs> right. Well, Peter, thank you for joining us here today. I mean, you've been called one of America's funniest comedians. And, you know, I want to start this show out with, with a question about you, uh, because if this is, 
you know, this is your passion now to help people overcome obstacles. Here's a question that I ask just about everyone that ever comes on the show. And that is, you know, what are some of the challenges? What are some of the obstacles that you, Peter, have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Oh, that's a great, that's a great question. That's, that's very interesting. I, I had to let go of the baggage I had from my other career. Mm. I was in the, and I was in the show business for many years. I came up in the ranks. Uh, shameless plug coming with working with Ray Romano, John Stewart, Dennis Miller, uh, Rosie O'Donnell. Basically, I improvised with Robin Williams on stage. I was a working comedian. I was like middle management of comedians. I wasn't a star, but I did quite a few television shows, all the late night shows, comedy on the road, comic strip live, evening at the improv. I was an audience warm up. If anyone doesn't know what an audience warm up, that's the. Um, the highly paid babysitter that entertains audiences during the taping of a sitcom. Some people, if you ask someone, how long does it take to tape a sitcom? People think, oh, what, 35, 45 minutes? Well, it, it actually, a sitcom is 22 minutes in length with about eight minutes of commercials. But that may take five to six hours to tape in front of a live studio audience. They have to have somebody out there entertaining the audience, keeping them interested in the show, doing games, doing, you know, audience participation, you know, exercises and games with them to keep them entertained. And that was me. I did shows like Married with Children, as I said, on Happily Ever After. So I, um, but I found during show business career, and again, no one put a gun to my head. I've always wanted to do it. I love it. I love performing. I love being in front of people. I'm a speaker now, and I still do stand-up at corporate gigs that I can choose now because of my other career, which we'll get into a little bit later. Um... I didn't have control over my destiny. And I think that's one of the biggest things people have when they're trying to change their careers. You don't think you have choices. Uh, in stand-up uh, and in, world, in the world of show business, you have to take the money they give you, unless you're Ray Romano. You have to accept the gigs you want to get, get, get or not take, get the gigs because they're not offering it to you because there's so many comedians out there. My market had changed, and there was more comedians than there were gigs anymore. Basically, it was left for men of my, gen my, men of my generation. All of a sudden, I feel like I'm, I'm Abraham Lincoln. Men of my generation was performing corporate gigs, which were very um, competitive, and performing on, on cruise ships. Cruise ships, everyone thinks, oh, how wonderfully exciting. You're in cruise ships. You're in front of people. Let me tell you, it's a lot more difficult performing in front of cruise ships because you're evaluated on a cruise ship. You can have a 10-week contract. You have one bad show. Guess what, Pat? You're out of there. You're fired. Man overboard. Man over. How many people could say in their old jobs if you had a, a poor day or a soft performance that day that you're going to be fired? No. You are only as good as your last engagement on a cruise ship. You literally, People have lost 30, 40 weeks of work because they had a bad show. There was a complaint. And I always do the joke, oh, how the worst time to be a cruise ship comedian is um, Rocky Seas during Christmas. Uh -huh. Try making nauseous people laugh whose families don't want them on land during the holidays. Oh, my God. I, you know, I can only imagine about that. You know, Peter, does it take a certain kind of person, you know, to be able to, to enter into a field such as that and know that, yeah. you know, you're only as good as your last gig? You have to be very thick-skinned and have a little bit of self-hatred, self to be perfectly honest, <laughs> because I, 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 you, you get stuck in, in a world that you're just on. You enjoy the process of when you do get the work. And I was working, I was successful, but I kept getting, if you looked at my career, it was like an EKG graph, you know, peaks and valleys, good mm -hmm. year, good year, bad, good year. And I didn't want that anymore. I wanted control over my own destiny. I wanted to be paid. I always tell people when they're reinventing themselves, get paid what you're worth or a lot more in a very relaxed situation. 
um, speakers who love speaking, love speaking. They don't like to travel. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's not really, it's always the, de- whoever says the journey is, it's, it's the journey at the destination, obviously was not stuck at O'Hare Airport. Yeah, not Take at it from all. me. You know, it's basically, you want to get, even high paid speaker friends of mine go, oh, they always say, I love this. I don't like the journey to get here. So my reason was I was so used to um, taking a certain amount of abuse in my old career that I, I did not want that in my new career, and I had to think of having prosperity in my life, getting what I deserved. I put my time in. I did the work. I constantly learn, and that's why I'm successful today as a direct mail copywriter. I have, especially during the recession, I have more work than I, I can really handle because marketing companies do not stop marketing. But there is not, there's a lot of copywriters, but there's a shortage of very good copywriters. So when I entered into my new profession, Pat, I hope this answered your question. I didn't go off on a tangent. Is that I had to let go of my past obstacles that, okay, this is my life, you know, as good as it gets, it's not going to get any better. When you enter, you have to, when I entered into a new career and a new profession, I reinvented myself, I felt relieved. I can now become the person I want to be, and nothing's going to stop me. You know, I'm listening to you, and I, and I, I, I have a very similar path, although not a comedian, but a very similar path about, you know, certain different points in my life. And, you know, I know what you're talking about because there's this moment where all of a sudden you can breathe. It's all of a sudden something happens, you know, your chest expands in a way that it hasn't before. And there's this yeah. sense of relaxation, not that things aren't stressful. But there's this new sense of freedom as opposed to, in my case, wearing a corset that's too tight. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. You know, when that puppy comes off, look out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm saying, I'm not going to let, you know, there's this thing in the financial markets called past performance is not indicative of future results. Right. But that means if you invest a certain amount of money, you can lose it. And don't, even though things were great in the past, don't think it's going to be great in the present and the future. That's just a disclaimer they must put down. The fiduciary rights, yeah, it's a fiduciary statement that most financial advisors and, and stock, stock advisors have to have on their, on their um, you know, syllabuses when they're, when they're selling you a stock or something. But I look at it this way. If you kind of had a rough time in your old career and your old profession that doesn't mean you're not going to have a great time in your new career. Don't. So what I'm saying is release what you had in the past and know that your future awaits you if you really approach it the right way and do your homework, do your due diligence, and really make sure that what hap- you learned from your past so that your future could be great. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I mean, you know, it, it's the old saying that, you know, the past actually sets no precedence for the, per- the current moment or the future. Correct. Um, and, but people know, have to let go of that. That that because there's always that little that voice right, Pat, talking in the back of it. Oh, it's like the same. It's the same old song again, isn't it? Why are you even trying to do this? It's going to be the same result you got from the other profession. They're going to take advantage of you. You're not going to make the amount of money you want. It's blah 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 blah. You know, yada yada yada. And that's what you have to let go of. And I love what we're talking about here today because I, I don't know about you, Peter, but I think we got a lot of folks right now. And you know, I've kind of had a few moments myself hanging out in the world, thinking, boy, I've got a 
ton to let go of. Back up that big ton truck and let me unload that. We're going to talk about that and much more. Peter Fogel joining me here today. Reinventing ourselves, you bet. If you want to follow along, go to the website, reinventyourselfnow.com. We've got a couple of special offers and special things that we want to talk about. Do you even know how to reinvent yourself? Do you even know what you want to reinvent yourself to be? Stay tuned. We've got that and a ton more. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef, Curtis Ross, will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable, open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I Center.net. The year 2012 and the great shift of the ages. The biggest story ever, and the clock's ticking. Tired of all the doomsday predictions? Jack Alice has written a blockbuster novel, Infinity's Flower, showing us a vision of the new world and the vital role we play in creating it. Find out how at www.infinitysflower.com. That's infinitysflower.com. MBSConnect.com. Mind Body Soul Connect is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com. HeartPlanet.com, a positive focused social network. Become a member, post your profile, and meet friends who treat others well and live their best life. Join and post a profile for your positive-based business, book, music, or creative project. Let the world know what you're up to. Go to heart-planet.com, a positive focus on meeting people, a positive focus on entertainment. Connect, be entertained, be inspired. Heart-planet.com. Does how you think affect how you feel or what you have? Do you want to achieve outstanding business and career goals, have a better relationship, or improve your health and fitness? In the excuses and get immediate results with the help of HUNA, ancient wisdom, modern application. What if you could attract money and abundance to you like a magnet? Donate excess weight and maintain your ideal state of health or create the kind of relationship you've always wanted. With HUNA, you'll discover how to eliminate disempowering beliefs by using self-empowerment tools. Join Matt James December 13th and 14th in Seattle at the HUNA Prosperity Weekend. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com to register. This incredible workshop is only $95 for a limited time. Call 800-800-MIND or visit HUNA.com. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hey, welcome 
back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is such a perfect conversation right now. It really is. The timing of having my very special guest on with me is so divinely perfect, I can't even tell you. And I'm thrilled. Well, let me let me tell you how perfect it is. You know, we're all sitting here. We're thinking, you know, contemplating our navels over what's going to be our next move. How's that move going to work? Or we're sitting here thinking we're not going to do anything different. We're just going to stay the same. We're going to let everything around us change. But I will tell you one thing. I think everybody right now is thinking about the next answer and not even really sure what the question is. But that's part of the reinvention process, I would think. You know, Peter Fogel joining us here today, the reinvention guy. And he's got a phenomenal story, an amazing book. And we're here talking about what the heck can we learn? What can we know right here after watching CNN, watching everything else going on? You know, do we fold up our, our toys and go home? Or do we do something different? Yeah, Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you for writing the book. And, hey, how did you know when to reinvent yourself? How, do, how, how does any of us know? How do any of us know? Well, I, I talk about that in my, in my book, if not now, then when. It's, there's certain things called the defining moment. And we had discussed this off, the, off air a few seconds ago when you knew in your gut it was time. I knew in my gut it was time before I reinvented. I like you, like you and I discussed. I just didn't have the guts to pull the trigger yet, right? You know, I think everybody knows. The defining moment, really, the way I describe it, is something happens to you either physically, mentally, that propels you forward to make a decision that you don't look back. It could be such as what's happening now: losing your job. Some people going, "Thank God, I hate it now. I can go on employment, and then I can start doing what I really want to do with my life." That is where you're forced. That's a defining moment. Someone's, your health is in jeopardy. There are a few people I talk to, talk to in my book that are mentioned in my book, like someone like Jenny Floyd, who was a high uh, tech communications person. And here's the surprising thing. Her health started deteriorating. She was allergic to her job, actually. She was getting lupus and, and all these other viruses. In fact, no one could figure out really what was happening to her. No doctor could really diagnose what the problem was. The problem was is that her, her, her career was consuming her physically and mm. mentally. And, and when you consume mentally and physically, your body starts to shut down. That is a defining moment. Another woman in my book, uh, she had a minor, a minor stroke. And then her doctor says, well, here's the thing. If you go back to your job, you could get a heart attack. Now what are you going to do? She says, I think I'm going to quit. And that's what she did. She moved. This is a few years back, of course. She moved to Florida. And surprisingly not, a lot of people in my book that reinvented themselves, and there are about 14 people, went back to doing what, was very creative in their life that they were suppressing. They went back to doing what they did as children. Do you believe it? It's not, not that they became childlike, but they were doing things that gave them joy. And, and, and it was like the circle of life was coming back to them in their late forties and fifties. Um, but I, I had my defining moment, um, was, was what I called jumping the shark. Do you mm -hmm. ever heard of that term? Jump. Let me explain what jump, this is what I tell all explain my, explain that to me because you know, um, there have been a few close encounters. No, no, it's not what you think it is. No, it's not. Uh, in the sitcom Happy Days, mm -hmm. Fonzie was in an episode where he's in his leather coat and he's jet skiing behind a, a motorboat and a shark comes up and he jumps over it and everybody on land is applauding. So the reviewers thought, wrote, you know it's the end of Happy Days when the only story they can come up with is... Fonzie jumping mm. the shark. Mm. There was nothing left. And basically what happened was they were right. Next season, it was off the air. They ran out of stories. 
I, when I was auditioning for commercials, I mean, I would audition for, and here's the funny thing, I would audition for a commercial with a guy who's actually a working actor. You've seen him on a lot of TV. We've been doing a chicken and a, and, a, and, a, and a rooster. We were dressed as chicken and roosters. And you know who's directing the, 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 uh, the, the commercial? Henry Winkler. After he got finished with Happy Taste, he went into directing commercials. And he's the nicest man in the world. So as we're leaving, we're going, my God, we're auditioning for the Fonz. <laughs> so we're leaving. He goes, well, good luck with your commercial. I go, yes. He needs luck in casting the commercial. We were just dressed as two chickens and a rooster. You think we need the luck? He doesn't need the luck, you idiot. Yeah, good luck. Oh, we go, God, I hope you, hope you cast the commercial, Mr. Winkler. He didn't need any help. So... That, was, that, that had nothing to do with my jumping the shark. Here's jumping the shark. I would audition for uh, commercials, and I was the ring around the collar man for whisk detergent many years ago. You may have seen me on 22 years ago. I was at a filthy neck, and I was playing a comic at a comedy club with a filthy neck. But I would audition for commercials. I'd be competing with Mark Lynn Baker, you know, from um, Perfect Strangers, my favorite year. Big stars I was competing at. So one time I was at a commercial, and I hated going on these auditions. It was, just, it was like, imagine going... To, to work every day and not getting paid. They're very, very competitive. They'd see 80 people, then call back 79. So I'm, I'm, standing, I'm sitting next to this, this midget, right? He's a midget. He's a midget actor. I go, how you doing, buddy? He goes, how you doing? I go, well, what part are you reading for? And the commercial goes, the husband. I go, I'm reading for the husband. Says, well, I guess we're up for the same role. Good luck. <laughs> he walks off. And I go home later and I call the agent. I go, I call my agent. I go, why was I up for that role? Well, honey, they wanted to see you. I go, Florence, they wanted to see everyone. I was competing with a midget. Well, they thought you and him were right for the role. I go, that was it. That was my jumping the shark. I said, I can't do this anymore. If they don't know what they want, they're just breaking, bringing anybody in. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like apples and oranges. I need to be exact. That was what I'm talking about, not having control over your destiny. You're having five suits from an advertising agency, plus the director, plus the casting director, all deciding your fate. And I didn't want it anymore. So I'm compete I would say to the agent, I'm competing with circus people. This man works for the circus. I'm a full-grown man. Nothing against him. He's a nice chap, and he's a good actor. But we're competing for the same role. How do they decide? Let's see, full-grown guy or midget? Hmm, I don't know. What, what do you want? You know what I'm saying? That well, was I jump do. That, that was jumping the shark. I go, I'm done. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. And that's a redefining moment for you, though. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, some people call it as, I drew the line in the sand. I've yeah. now drawn the line in the sand. That was it. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Do we all have to get to that point? Because, you know, I love what you're saying, Peter, because the same thing happened for me. There, there was a defining moment. It wasn't quite that, but it was the moment where, you know, heading up a big organization here, um, human resources, reporting to the president, big Shamil, right? And all of a sudden, they want me to implement a downsizing pro program, and I have to fire a woman one month away from a 30-year pension, working uh, 30 oh. years. Defining moments. But those are the moments where, okay, maybe you go out and you drink a couple quarts of boodles or something, but the point is... Wait, can we, can, we back, can we take a little step? Did you have to really do that? I did have to. Not only did I have to do that, I had to implement the program. And it, this they, was just one, oh, Peter, God. one wow. of many people that lost their jobs. And, you know, this was really one of the most unkind things that I've ever been part of. And some people say, well, you know, these were the early days. Please, think of common sense. Come on, do, do a brain right. check here. Uh, you know, one month away from a full pension, a woman that spent 29 years 
11 months of dedicated service for the same company, you're going to be like, goodbye? Yeah, and, I couldn't look and, in the mirror. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, uh, wow. I mean, uh, well, I hope she got a good lawyer. Uh, no, I got, uh, well, actually got her a transfer so she could bridge her service. And if she wanted to leave, she could leave. If she didn't want to leave. But what happened with all of that, it is a defining moment like for you. You know, you, yeah. you probably had to go back and tell everybody that had been supporting you, don't do that anymore. We're not going to do that anymore. That's not what we're going to do anymore. I went back to my management and said, I'm not doing this anymore. They said, good, you're out of (laughs) here. Oh, they said you could join them. (laughs) But, like, I I have a friend who's a cruise ship comedian. He's my oldest, dearest friend down in Florida. And he's having trouble getting work because, uh, for reasons I don't want to go into, but they're cutting back. It's always a fight. And, 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 you know, to get the work, because there's always other comedians that are now hungry to do that. He goes, I gotta get, I gotta get a, a real job. I go, I said, you, you really did the smart thing years and years ago when you, you switched careers. I go, I'm not having anybody in charge of my life anymore, man. I'm in demand. I pick and choose. You're at their mercy, and when you're always at that mercy, and you have to do things that are not in co- in um, in line with your values, mm-hmm. it rubs you the wrong way. Such as what you did. You said, how can I do this? Exactly. And and let's talk about that for for the folks that are listening to the show today, because what you've actually been able to create, uh, Peter, and again, thank you for joining us here today. You know, what you've actually been able to create is, you know, a a just wonderful blueprint for people to take a look at, to study, to understand, and then to take action so that, you know, we can redefine ourselves and reinvent ourselves successfully. Now, I'm not saying that the next steps that I took after that, I didn't hit some bumpy roads, but I didn't have your book either. Uh, well, everybody, you know, it's it's interesting when people, everyone had a defining moment. They didn't even know when they were telling me this story, they had a defining moment. I just figured it out. That's their defining moment. I had another, you have certain defining moments when you, you know, there's one thing to write, I'm making the choice to do it, but then I always call like defining moment 1A, where I was offered at my copywriting school to be to control. Control is a sales letter that everyone gets in the mail. It's the cash cow. It makes money for the company. And then you get, and I, and here's the thing. Um, my camp was two, I call it the nine 11 camp because there were 38 people that attended and they should have had about 74, but because of the nine 11, no one traveled down there. Everyone was scared. I go, you kidding me? This is the best time to travel. It's going to be really safe. So I went down there, and they offered everybody a chance to beat the control, and whoever gets it gets paid and, and makes royalties. Well, it was me and another person. We're the only ones who took them up on, on the on the offer. <laughs> I had a fifty percent chance of doing it, and I did it. And for the next few years, I made like thirty, you know, thirty five thousand dollars for for royalties. So I said, ah, then I really should be doing this. I haven't. I have a knack for this. That was my second defining moment. So people have their fear of the unknown, Pat. Well, and that's why that, that holds them back. That's what we should talk about. We are going to talk about that. Yeah, are you ready to let go of your fear? Are you ready to reinvent yourself? I'm so thrilled. Peter is joining me here today. Uh, Peter Fogel joining me here today. Check out his website. When we come back, we also want to talk about uh, you know his book and a special we have for you. Uh, go to reinventyourselfnow.com. Not next year. Reinvent yourself like now. Reinventyourselfnow.com. When we come back, we're going to help you move beyond the fear and Peter's going to share some tips to get us started now. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Another one bites the dust. 
tune in your radio to hear Carrie O'Connor, master visionary, medium, and clairvoyant, as she uses her amazing psychic gifts to help you step into your divine power and begin to create the life of your dreams. Carrie will read your unique energy field, connecting you with the treasures of your soul, your passions, and your true life purpose. Don't miss Carrie's weekly astounding and energetic predictions. Fasten your seatbelt as you take a wild ride with Carrie O'Connor. Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific. Listen live at thedrpatshow.com. Discover what the meaning behind sacred spiritual space is and how it can be a healing part of your garden or home environment. Mary Fonts, registered nurse and landscape specialist, teaches about using nature, artifacts, healing energy, and angel readings to create sacred space. A spiritual garden offers methodologies that bring peace and healing to your special place. Call 508-339-5444 and visit aspiritualgarden.com. That's aspiritualgarden.com. Hey, are you one of those people who need a boost of motivation to lose those extra pounds and inches? Well, here it is. Take the Sugar-Free Miracle Weight Loss Challenge and earn $100 for every 10 pounds you lose. I'm Karen Bentley, creator of the amazing Sugar-Free Miracle Diet, which you'll love. It's easy, sustainable, and it stops out-of-control eating. To participate, send me an email at expert at sugarfreemiracle.com. That's expert at sugarfreemiracle.com, and I'll send you the details. Do you know of a single-again woman who deserves a fresh start? Tell us why you think your friend deserves to win a three-night Royal Caribbean cruise to the Bahamas. Join us for a wellness getaway cruise for single-again women from February 6th through February 9th. Enjoy uplifting workshops in the morning and beautiful white sandy beaches in the afternoon. Call today. Go to JustGirlTrips.com slash Fresh Start or call 877-239-2950. Attention homeowners. If you just refinanced or bought your house, did you know you signed a piece of paper agreeing to pay your lender more money in interest than you borrowed? How would you like to cut that interest almost in half or two-thirds without refinancing or making extra payments? Plus have your house paid off in about 10 years, not 30. If this catches your attention, we can help. Find out how much interest you can save on your current mortgage today by visiting DebtFreeMCA.com or calling 888-252-3083. Your family will be glad you did. You want to help people, and you know that the angels can help. You understand that as each person heals, our world takes a step towards peace. Become a certified angelic life coach and learn how to guide others in their healing with help from the angels. AngelsTeach.com offers a comprehensive six-month teleclass training program that can launch you into a career with angels right from your home. For more information or to register, visit AngelsTeach.com. On the AM band at 1150 and on the FM HD band at 98.9 HD3. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Are you ready to reinvent yourself? now. Um, I want you to check out the website, reinventyourselfnow.com, and you will get a personal invitation from Peter on the website. And Peter, thank you for joining us here today. Uh, Folks can also get your book off your website as well, right? They can get the book at the website, order it there. It'll take you to Amazon. There's some great deals on it. But more importantly, when you go visit my website, check out the articles. Sign up for my reinvention e-zine, reinvention e-course. They get a teleseminar. They get the seven days to an effective reinvention. Uh, plus, they get a great persuasion ebook on how to persuade people. And when you're reinventing yourself, you're going to have to learn how to persuade people <laughs> to see it your way. And again, uh, 
all free, and um, it's a way for me to keep in contact with folks that want to get more tips and tricks and strategies. Well, let's talk about the tips. Um, you know, there are things that I think people are listening to, and I'm certainly listening to, and I, I want some tips. So I, I want to know, uh, after you figure out that you have to reinvent yourself, you know, what do you do next? I mean, do you take a vacation? You know, I well, thought about uh, doing that. <laughs> well, people are. I mean, people are taking forced um forced vacations these days because of the economy. But, you know, you have to make your decision if, if, let's say, you did have been downsized. I mean, do you want to re-enter your particular niche? Do you want to make a certain move where you're entering a completely new career? Or do you want to... My recommendation is if you're going to enter into a new career in the 9 to 5 venue, let's say, uh, find out how your your present skills are transferable to your new profession. Now, you would not think being a stand-up comedy writer, a stand-up comic, a writer, um, and a screenwriter, uh, a sitcom writer, how would that transfer to being a direct mail copywriter? Now, if anyone doesn't know, understand what a direct mail copywriter is, uh, or I should say direct response copywriter, I'm people that I write hard-hitting copy that moves people to action so they buy a product or service. Every time you go to a website and someone wants to sell you a, a product or service, a copywriter wrote that. You get mail, direct mail in, in your mailbox, a, a copywriter wrote that. So how does someone become a copy? You know, how does anyone make the, you know, the, the reinvention to a copywriter? Well, the thing was that as a comedian and as a writer, I had to learn what, what's people's motivations, what made people tick, what moved them to do certain things. When I'm doing stand-up comedy, I have to very quickly understand an audience's motivation, what they're going to laugh at, what they're not going to laugh at. So I took that skill of, coming, of sort of having a sixth sense of how to manipulate an audience in a positive way, and I put it towards my direct mail copywriting. I said, how can I persuade this prospect to buy this wonderful product? And I never sell a product or a service I don't believe in. I have to find that part of the product. So that was where my skill was transferable. That's my story. So people say, well, how did being a comic, does comedy have anything to do with direct mail copywriting? Absolutely not. Because there's no humor when you're trying to sell something to somebody or persuading them. There's a way of putting in little bits of humor the right way for a particular product, but no. But enough about me. I'm talking about the people that are listening now. What skills do you have right now that are transferable to a new profession? One woman was a mortgage lender I, I talked to. She was going. She ended up working a nonprofit, and the people that were hiring her were saying, well, you came from the financial world. How does that help with a nonprofit? She says, well, let me tell you. And she had the whole list. I could do A, B, C, D, and E. I can go back and go B. And they went, oh, my God, we never saw it that way. That's fantastic. You have these wonderful skills that we never even thought you could bring to this new job. She got hired. How do you like that? I love that because, I mean, I think that's phenomenal. I didn't really understand any of that when I started on radio, and everybody knows my story. I dialed the wrong phone number, and then I got on radio, and when I got behind the mic, it was like I came home, and I didn't really understand. I love, by the way, I love what you do. I always loved radio. I always uh -huh. wanted to do what you're doing because it's just fun. Exactly. It's fun, but I didn't make the connection about okay, would I be able to do that? My my 90-something-year-old uncle said to me, oh, my God, you know, what took you so long? You got that, like, bazilli gift of gab. Uh, so how do people, if they can't really get it right away, you know what I mean? You know, if they can't really get it right away, how do they, how do they find out for themselves, you know, 
what really gets them all juicy? I think most people know in their gut, but they dismiss it. Do you know what I'm saying? I go, I really like to do this. But, and the first, most important thing you have to have is when you're entering a new field is to have the burning desire to have in your heart that propels you forward to make the change. You have to have the passion. You have ah. to have the passion for what you're doing. If you don't have passion, more careers have ended, more jobs have been lost when you, start lose, when you lose the profession, when you lose the passion for the profession. You know, a lot of doctors, believe it or not, mismanage health care now. They're giving up medicine. Not that they don't mind medicine. They love helping people. They, it's, it's dealing with the nonsense of the, the insurance companies who, by the way, their only goal is to really kick out insurance farmers and not pay. That's what insurance companies do. So you're, you're constantly like that, that Greek character pushing the boulder up the hill. You get it to the top, then it rolls right back down. So you have a lot of doctors that like medicine. They just hate the medical profession. And they're losing their passion. Once they lose the passion, their, their practices will uh, disappear because they don't care anymore. So you have to have passion. And to give you an idea, let's say you, you want to reinvent yourself into an internet marketer and sell ant farms online. Problem is, you don't give a rat's you-know-what about ant farms. You're just doing to make a fast buck. I guarantee if you do anything to make a fast buck and to take advantage of people, especially on the internet, you're just going to, you know, when that dies out, you're just going to go to the next hot trend. So you have to be something in, in something that you have passion, has long-term um, prospects for you, that is not a fad, and that you can deliver value to your to your client or customer base. So you have to have passion in that in that respect. Does that make sense? It, not only does it make sense. Can you imagine me getting up every day and doing what I have to do? I mean, even you. I, even when I was in the corporate world, Peter, I did have passion about what I was doing. I really did. There were very few jobs that I had, you know, sort of working my way up, uh, you, you know, where I didn't have passion or at least interest. You've got to have passion. And I think it's very different, in, you know, when you have, let's call it a steady job and you're in that corporate world and now you're on your own. Can you imagine being an entrepreneur yeah. and really not feeling it? Yeah. This is the, let me explain something to your to your listeners right now that's very, very important. So this is, if, what I found was it's easier to go from an entrepreneur to a nine to five. Just I did that recently. I was hired as an in-house copywriter. I said, let me see how the other people work, how the other people live, getting up nine to five and going to work. Let me experience that. Oh, this is amazing. They get up, they take care of what they have to do, and they go to a job. It's because you're now in a set you know, I'm pretty disciplined anyway, but I'm in a set form. I'm going to an office, I have a parking space, I go in, I do my job, and it was different, but I could do it. It's much harder to go from the 9 to 5 to being an entrepreneur because now you have to eat. you're not getting that steady paycheck. You've got to make things happen. So it's really a different mindset, and people have to really decide, well, I'm not really wanting to be an entrepreneur. I like having that health and dental plan. I like knowing where I go to work. I like that steady paycheck. But you know what? Today's paychecks, Pat, aren't that steady anymore, are they? No, they're not. I mean, we've come a long way, baby. Um, and, you know, what is steady? I'll tell you what's steady. Being passionate about what you love. Yeah, I mean, if you're passionate and, you know, yeah. about it, that's, that's the little flame you have going on. on Isn't your, on your that burner. the magic, Peter? I mean, you know, you're the reinvention guy. And, you know, I, I, love, I love having this conversation with you because, you know, really what you've talked about is so important. A lot of times, especially right now, and, and I hope you can help us with this, people are out there and they're deciding to do things, quote, 
because it's going to make them a millionaire. Quote, because it's going to make them lots of money. I mean, is it possible to become a millionaire and not be passionate about what you do? I mean, I don't know the answer to that. No, no. You cannot be wealthy doing something. You, you, you just, if you're in it for the bucks, you're going to fail. It, it, it's just because, I mean, we wanted nothing more. Nothing gives a joy to a comic to become, nothing gives joy Ray Romano more joy to Ray Romano than doing what he loves to do and getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> and I mean, but let me tell you, even Ray Romano was never happy with the success. He's, he would always say to me, he's in my book, by the way. I remember he said to me, uh, oh, Jesus, going back 17 years ago. And, you know, Ray goes, I go, what's the matter? Ray goes, oh, nothing's really happening in my career. My manager <laughs> says, I got to be patient. I'm his secret weapon. And I'm very tight. I'm very close with his manager. He was my friend. And when he read that, in my book, he goes, I'm going to get you a blurb from the book from Ray. And Ray read my book and liked it. I go, Rory, do you remember saying that to, to Ray? He goes, absolutely, I remember everything. And that's what piqued Rory helping me you know, get the book to Ray and him giving uh, a blurb. Even back then, he was, in, he was, you know, he was, uh, you know, comics have a certain type of, we're a little different. We see the world a little different. He was kind of like a pessimist. And, and, and he didn't think he was going to get anything. And then, like, a year later, he got he was on a holding deal years later, and he got Everybody Loves Raymond. Then when the show was on the air and I saw, them, saw him in L.A., I go, Ray, you got your show, man. You must be happy. He goes, eh, nobody's really watching it. <laughs> I, just I, go, I go, but I, I think it's taken off because all these, all these uh, you know, sitcom writers are writing spec scripts about the show. I go, that's a good sign, Ray. They must like the show. And then it took off. It just rocketed. The first two years, nobody watched the show. But he couldn't enjoy the thing that I'm on a sitcom. He's saying nobody's watching. <laughs> well, isn't terrible. that kind of interesting? I mean, yeah. you know, I don't know if that's, um, uh, you know, if that, that's sort of his shtick or... That's his shtick. He's always looking at the negative. That's right. I mean, he's, the man's a multi-multi-millionaire. He still looks at it. Ah, I've been on the show for 10 years. Now it's off the air. Now what am I going to do? Okay, enjoy your $100 million. Do something. You know, but... Um, he he's really is what he is off stage. By the way, he's as nice as he is. Well, I would imagine you know a lot of that holds true for people, and, and you know, and I don't know, and that leads me kind of to my next question, which we'll deal with when we come back from break. I mean, you know, what happens when you try to be someone you're not? How does reinvention come naturally to us? And you know, is it really a, the magic bullet, so to speak, to be able to reinvent your reinvent yourself just one time? Peter Fogel joining me here today. Great website, great book. I want to make sure everybody knows reinventyourselfnow.com. When we come back, the answer to those questions and much more. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Paul McCormick. Are you concerned about your money and your future? We are entering an economic crisis like never before. If you're counting on the system to take care of you, you will lose. And I don't want that to happen. Here's what I can offer. I'll give you absolutely free my six CD series on how to take control of your own money. All you have to do is go to my website, formulaformillionaires.com, or go to any bookstore this month and buy my book titled Secrets of the Millionaire Inside. 
Here's important news for anyone concerned about older-looking skin. Revitalize the water within, and even old, dried-out skin can look young again. Water gives skin its elasticity, and now, thanks to the Ageless Secret, a water-energizing skin spray, you can change the water within. This amazing energizing ability is easily proven with a glass of water. Use it, hold a glass of water for 30 seconds, and amazingly, the water changes and feels softer and tastes smoother. Spray the Ageless Secret on skin, and this water-energizing effect immediately improves skin elasticity by up to 50%. And there's more. The muscles on your face give your face its shape. The Ageless Secret gently tightens those muscles and reconditions them so you can get better results with every bottle or your money back. For more information about this incredible breakthrough, call now, 1-888-424-4247 or visit agelesssecret.com. That's agelesssecret.com. MBSConnect.com, Mind, Body, Soul, Connect, is an innovative and interactive wellness resource company. The mission of MBS Connect is to help America be well by providing easy access to progressive programs, products, and providers. MBS Connect is building networks of wellness providers nationwide using all types of modalities who want to be part of the wellness revolution. To find a provider in your area, call 888-398-9287 or visit mbsconnect.com Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub, Danielle Rama Hoffman, and world-renowned harpist Peter Sterling for a sacred sound journey to Egypt, February 2009. Picture yourself meditating to magical harp music inside the Great Pyramid, luxuriating on a Nile cruise, and exploring sacred temples in private visits for travel that expands your consciousness and opens your heart. Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com Are you looking for a unique place to book your holiday party? Here's a hot tip. The new Zenai Center in Bellevue. Zenai's co-founder and private celebrity chef Curtis Ross will serve you and your guests delicious, healthy cuisine and conscious cocktails in 4,000 square feet of beautiful, sustainable open space. Contact Zenai at 425-457-7665 or visit ZenaiCenter.net. That's Z-E-N-A-I-Center.net. Negativity and fear, two staples of talk radio. Well, we figured we'd try something different. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I'm so thrilled. What a great conversation. I love the idea of reinventing oneself. But I will tell you honestly, I was pretty scared about it before I actually understood how important it is. And that's why we have a very special guest today, Peter Fogel, joining us here on the Dr. Pat Show, one of America's funniest comedians, and, you know, reinventing himself probably as we speak. But we're... Right now, exactly. I'm writing another book. Writing another book as we as we talk. Are you really? Right as I'm doing this conversation. Very I nice. Thought, <laughs> I thought I had ADD, but my whole life I'm really good at multitasking. Yeah, there you go. Me too. Me too. I hate those labels, by the way. Reinvent Yourself Now is the website, reinventyourselfnow.com. Let's hit those 10 tips for everybody. I hope everybody out there has got the pencil, the pen, or whatever Ready? you're doing. Please do not be writing and driving. Get the archive yes. of this later today. Yes, 10 tips. Number one, you have to have passion, as we discussed earlier. Have passion for what you're doing. Without passion, 
You're not going anywhere. As I've always said, when we were just discussing off, uh, off, off mic, the worst thing is making a lot of money in a profession you can't stand and it, and it affects your health where you're making a lot of money and you hate what you're doing. So, you know, if you can reinvent yourself into something that doesn't pay as much but you love and you're financially secure, that's something you should focus on. So number one is passion. Number two is know thyself. You've got to really know what your, your, your pros and cons are. Take a piece of paper. Make a list of your strengths and your weaknesses. Go to a close friend or co-workers and request they be brutally honest. I mean sledgehammer, gladiator, um, hitting you over the head. Have them tell me, what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses? Compare notes. If what they have on their list are different than yours as far as your, you know, your weaknesses, then guess what? You have some work to do on yourself. Going, Really? I do that? Yes, you do. I go, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me? You never asked. Go back. They're seeing things about you that you don't know. And, and I, I knew things that I was annoying to people, and I just kind of ignored it until I went into my new profession. I go, you know what? I'm not going to do that anymore. That held me back. That held me back. Don't do that anymore. Okay, number three, have a master plan. Unless your health is at stake, just don't quit your job. If you're serious about moving into a new career, just like going on a safari, you got to have a roadmap, you have the directions. Do your due diligence, Pat. Investigate what this new career will give you. Is it going to give you financial stability? Is it saturated market? Will obstacles you encounter, you know, will obstacles will I encounter, will you, what are you going to go through? If you're going to start your own business, what are the costs? And if you're going to go cold turkey and quit your job, make sure you have at least six months of salary in the bank, right? Make sure you, you, know, you have your, all your ducks in your order. Um, you know, number four, get out of your comfort zone. A body in motion stays in motion. A body at rest, well, geez, you get the picture. <laughs> you know, I always say people tend to be happy in their miserable zone. They go, well, I know it's out there, but I just stay where I am and I'm making a you know, good living. I don't want to rock the boat. It's a tough, you know, I mean, it, during, I'll tell you the truth. Let's, let's call it as it is, Pat. You know, if it is a difficult challenging economic times. If you have a job, you're making good money, don't quit cold turkey. That's patent my recommendation. Do it, I call, um, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, you know, um, time release reinvention. Do it slowly. Start doing your homework. Start studying on the weekend. Start gathering the information you need to make the transition. Don't just get up and quit. Make sure you have enough money in the bank, as I said, and, 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 and have that master plan. Of, of what you want to do. And then, you know, when you realize, let's say you're a consultant for an in-house, an in-house consultant, guess what? You could probably be a consultant outside of your company. Absolutely. And, and you have your clients. They're going to probably go, hey, I'm going on my own. A absolutely. Or, and don't be shy about using those, that list. <laughs> unless you have that, that this, unless you have that, you know, non-compete. 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 But, but I think you'll agree, if in this market, if you're making really good money, stay where you are for now and and do it gradually. Just don't quit cold turkey unless, again, your health is concerned. Uh, and get out of your comfort zone. Do it. Do what you have to do. It's like going to the gym to lose weight. I don't want to go to the gym. It's cold. Well, you know, you're not going to lose the weight unless you go to the gym and work it out. And you know what? You do it anyway. Do things you don't want to do, even if they rub against you the wrong way, or hire someone to help you do it. But you got to do it, and you know what you got to do. So, you know, no, no pain, no gain. Well, and, you know, part of this is you're breaking old habits. Uh, and so let's exactly. ask a simple question around this, Peter. And, you know, here you are, and you are made, you're, you're, you're in a transformation. You're in a transition, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be a big one like I went through or maybe that even Peter went through. But this is a transition. You are reinventing yourself. 
And for most of us, when we hear those words, even for me, even if I change what I'm doing slightly 10 degrees to the left or the right or whatever, it's a change. So I've got to really relearn some things, some of the old behaviors I had, some of the old things that I used to do. They may not work. Will they, Peter? I don't know. No, no. But here's the great thing. I I quote this in my book, Reinvent Yourself. You know, if not now, then when. There's an episode of Seinfeld, right? Right. Uh, where where George Jerry says to George, you know, everything you do doesn't seem to work out. And George goes, yeah. Why don't you do the opposite? Do the opposite of what you always do, and maybe something good will come of it. And that was the whole episode. Everything he did, I love that episode. Everything he did the opposite with worked out for him. He got the girl. He got the job. For that episode, he did these. You know how Jerry talks? Whatever you do doesn't seem to work out. Why don't you just do the opposite? And he did. He got everything. So, folks, think of it that way. Try doing the opposite of what you usually do because the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over again, expecting the same results. And, and, you know, part of this is let's not forget to have a little fun along the way. I mean, it's not it's not that you're not going to have to probably – as an entrepreneur, I'm working harder than I ever did in my corporate job. Yeah. I, I really that, am. Pat. Tell them. Uh, yeah. It's not that easy. No, I, I am. You know, when I left that corporate job, I had something like five weeks of vacation. And, yeah, it just, it just, I, it was eating away at my soul. Now, I don't have it eating away at my soul. But that doesn't mean I'm not working any less hours. Yeah. People I think have a vision. This, yeah. Because, but the most important thing is you're in control of your destiny. No one is, you can do what you want when you do it. Pick the clients you want. Pick the, pick what you're doing. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. It, it's, right. it, it really is. And I work with a great team of people. And, you know, that's the other part of this that's also important. How important is it to have a great team here? I mean, yeah. you must have a great agent or at least uh, or I, had one. Or Well, I have an agent I deal with. I have also, um, I'm, I'm pretty much self-motivated. I never had the support of my family. And by the way, don't live the life I have. I've always been a maverick and a loner doing what I do. No one, my, my family was never really on my – I come from a dysfunctional family, and i.e., that's why I became a comedian, but that's a theme show. That's a theme for a whole completely different show. Uh-huh. But if you have kids, you have a wife you, you, or a, a spouse or my, my way, my, my insignificant, insignificant other, and I'm doing that as a joke, get your family on board to help you. You need a support team, whether it's a mastermind group, whether it's a mentor – whether it's other like-minded people like yourself, get a support group, but most importantly, take care of that stuff at home. You need your spouse and your children on board to know that daddy or mommy is making a change. We all have to make a certain amount of sacrifice. And once you do that, you'll, you'll, your fear will subside a little bit. Oh, okay, at least my family's on with me. They want me to be successful. They're not gonna, my wife's not where my husband's going to go. What, are you nuts? You're 44 years old. What are you switching now for? That's a great job. What do you know? That type of thing. <laughs> so that's my recommendation. Get, you know, that'll, that's one. I, I did two for the price of one. I showed you to get, showed you how to get support and cast your fears aside. How do you like that? Two for I, the price I love of one. it. You know, because sometimes we like the two first. <laughs> Peter, two first. thank you so much for joining us here today. Let's make sure everybody has your website so they can find out more. You know, if there was ever a time, right, Ed, to reinvent oneself, this may really be the time of all times, don't you think? Absolutely. And uh, they'll all have this archives. You'll have the list I, you have already, or I can send it to you, and people could still you know, watch, you know, read what I gave you. And, again, they can all go to my website, reinventyourselfnow.com, purchase the book, and get all the freebies and sign up for my e-course and e
Thank you, Peter, for joining us here today. Wow, thank you, everyone, for joining us here today. You know, I know you're thinking about doing something different. I know you're thinking about changing and reinventing yourself. You don't have to, you don't have to wing it. You can check out what Peter has put together and, you know, take the path that has been proven. And that's what I love about him and the work he does. Um, thank you all for tuning in to the Dr. Pat Show today. I mean, what a great show. I want to thank you all for supporting us. And you know how to find out more about me. Go to my website, www.thedrpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com, or drpatlive.com, dr patlive.com. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. We've got an exciting program planned for you next week. Remember, this is the moment of Thanksgiving, not just because Thanksgiving is coming, but because there's so much to be grateful about. We'll see you right back here next week. Make yourselves a great day.